Abundance of caution. This is abundance of caution. It's abundance of caution. What abundance of caution? What do we do? In WAF, we talk in WAF at abundance of caution. It's a fantasy league. We talk football with 14 dudes at in WAF for abundance of caution. Abundance of caution. It's an abundance of caution. Fantasy football with Will. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning. It's abundance of caution. The Edwaf report. We are done with week 10. We're moving on to week 11. Week 10 is good because the averages are easy to read because my math skills are awful. But I know how to do it by 10, so we're good there. My name is Will. I am. It's a cold, chilly week. I don't know. I think I've lived in Arkansas for maybe 30 of my 43 years. I think. I think that's a guesstimate. I feel like the amount of years, times out of 30, I've seen snow in the month of November in Arkansas. Uh, would be two, right? Two, maybe, maybe two times, two times. Snow in November is not cool. The average high right now is still supposed to be like 57. It's not there. It's cold. It's chilly. I'm going to do a sit and spit in my car, but it's a little chilly. It's a little windy. It's a little breezy. I don't like it. I don't like it a bit. Fuck cold. Anyway, that's the weather report. Oh, week 10, week 10. Week 10, look at the moonshiners. 127 points. Almost set the season high for points scored. Gotta like that Justin Fields. Gotta like that Justin Fields. I know one thing. I was certainly happy I was not playing against Justin Fields this week. Sure. Feel like I probably would have liked to have started Justin Fields myself with the Josh Allen UCL stuff going on. That's okay. I started uh, Debo instead for five points. So, jokes on you, fucker. <laughs> five points. Even Steven Trade right there. Even Steven Trade. Debo has five points the rest of the last two weeks. One because of a bye, but five points the last two weeks. Justin Fields has 80. 80 points. 80 points to five. That's how the trade's working out for me right now. Uh, it's even worse for Poe, though, uh, since he apparently is going to lose Judy for the rest. Judy, Judy, Judy. Judy for the rest of the season. And Judy's start due to the early injury gave him zero points. That hurts. It hurts when you need the wins. Poe needs the wins immediately. Back had a nice game, 19 points. Aaron Rodgers, even on the bench, had a nice game, 19 points. I think those two equal the game that Justin Fields just had with his 145 rushing yards. Poor Lute. Poor Lute. He had a low projection to begin with. I think it was like 58. He couldn't even match that. He got 47. That may be the low point of the season. I feel like it's the Adams or the Donks. I think it's the Donks. 
one it was either the Adams or the Donks in week one or week two, which also hit in the forties. That hurts. It hurts. It's been a tough season for the loots. For the outlaws. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna turn on the heater. Definitely gonna have to turn on the heater. It is chilly. I semi attempted hold a moment. I semi attempted to do the uh Taco Bell challenge yesterday, but I could only get to fourteen dollars. And even at that point I was grossed out. I did my best to eat it. I didn't I failed. So let's take a look. I'm now at the sit and spit portion of the show. I'm really excited about this week's matchups. How awesome is this? Week 11, how the matchups just synchronized, worked out, where it feels like a playoffs almost. I mean, you have two six and four uh, matchups, which means two of us after this week are going to basically clinch our, our spot in the playoffs. So after this week, we'll be up to four. Congrats to the dudes and to the brownies for both being clinchers for playoff spots. Oh, boy. After this week, we could be up to five if the Adams can pull up an upset, even though it's not looking likely with their bye weeks. Uh, but we could be up to five playoff teams after this week. We're at least going to be at four. At the very least, going to be at four. So we're getting down to it. I just realized I should have urinated before I came to my car. Looking at the standings, the Brownies has overtaken the points lead, 998 points. They're averaging 99.8 points in the season, eight and two, easily in the playoffs. A big a win this week versus the Adams. I mean, the dudes are only just a game away, but whew, becomes a two-team race only if if they beat the Adams this week. I would say, even though two other teams are also going to have seven wins, but. Eight and two, four weeks ago, 11, 12, 13, yeah, four weeks ago, eight and two. One game up on the dudes who were third place in scoring, averaging 97 points a game. Clutch City squeaked by. We didn't have a good week. It was our worst week in a while. Uh, but we move up to six and four. We'll take it, 97.8 points. We've separated a little bit with the points against, 97.8 to 93.6 is our average score. Holland Oates is next up. Big injury. Huge injury. Hate to see it. Don't like it. Like the studs, the stars, the main primetime players staying healthy. Uh, Cooper Cup most likely appears to be done for the season. We'll see. Cooper Cup is somewhat superhuman, kind of like Jamar Chase. <coughs> oh, boy. That hurts. Uh, the Oats, 6-4, and four, averaging 92.7. Their opponents averaging 79 points. Whew, that's nice. That's nice. Are they, they're the next closest to 79 is the Brownies at 83.4. Yep. Uh, the Adams, who unfortunately had to play the Moonshiners this week, fall to 6-4. They're averaging 91 points a game. That's it for the 90s. Akbars are pretty close. Flatulents are right up there. But five teams averaging 90 and above. The Akbars... At 6-4, and four, they've been struggling to find a quarterback all season. They have just a few more weeks before Deshaun Watson in that Cleveland Browns stack that the Akbars are going to go with. 89.4 points. Uh, Akbars giving up 92 points a game. The Flatulence up next, 6-4. and four, Scoring 88 points, giving up 87.2. Pretty even Steven record. Steven who? 
Uh, the Donks at five and five, averaging eighty-four points a game, and then the Moonshiners four and six, trying to make a move with Justin Fields, averaging eighty-seven points a game. Uh, the Sherwood Shade at four and six, averaging eighty-two points a game. The Outlaws at four and six, averaging seventy-eight points a game. Their opponents only averaging eighty-three. That's amazing. Uh, the Cons at three and seven. Have to think they're almost dead, averaging 88 points a game, giving up 91 points a game. The War Horses three and seven, scoring 84 points a game, giving up 90 points a game. And the Chub Toads, their season is officially over. We thank you for your money and your time and your efforts and your staying in the league. Two and eight, fall to two and eight, uh, scoring 81 points a game, giving up 91 a game. So that's the little well, starting with the standings there. Now we look back to what the week was and it was a low scoring week people. Well, that's kind of become a broken record. Kind of become a broken record uh, for what 2022 has done to us. Low scoring weeks. Uh, the Moonshiners at 127.78. The Cons at 105.24 and the Brownies at 110.24. Unfortunately for the Donks Poor scheduling. They would have beat basically. Um, they had they had the fourth highest score of the week. That's tough. It's tough for the Dunks. Trying to get into playoff contention. Need a win to keep the pace. And you get a poor scheduling break. Ninety-four points. Uh, so we'll start with the uh, the top on my list anyway. Uh, now you know what I'm always at the top of the list since it's my team. Let's go ahead and start with the high point of the week. Mulberry Moonshiners, out of nowhere, put up a 127-point effort, uh, defeat the Adams, 127 to 85. Uh, the Moonshiners' projection was 91, so they walloped that. Fucking Justin Fields, yes again, yes again, 39.98. He has 80 points over the last two weeks. His streak right now is. 39.4, 42 .7, 26, 23.4, 18.4, and 17. This was the first time he did not go over what he did the previous week, since week three. He's gone from 4.9 to 10.2 to 17 to 18.4 to 23.4 to 26 to 42.7 to 39.4. Pretty impressive. And this week, they get the Falcons. So now, he's now the number one quarterback. Justin Fields is now the number one quarterback. Is that right? He hasn't been on a bye yet. And I think that is probably the reason why. Uh, player stats. Go to 2022. Let's go to quarterback. Let's go to all. No, he's not number one yet. Uh, Patty Mahomes has overtaken Josh Allen by 0 .1 point, 235 to 234.9. Justin Fields is right behind Jalen Hurts. That's your top four. I've had three of the top four on my roster this year. Allen, Hurts, and Fields. Yay, yay. 204.5 for Justin Fields. Anyway, back to the scores. Moonshiners. <coughs> oh, by the way, Justin Fields. Pretty easy guess here. He is our stud of the week. Stud of the 
of the week. He's the biggest in town, wearing the crown. He's the start of the week. Start of the week. Yeah, that's right. Justin Fields, stud of the week. I should have done this song before I went through all those Justin Fields stats, but I did. 39.38, 167 passing yards, 147 rushing yards, two rushing touchdowns, including a 67-yarder, two passing touchdowns. I think they both went to Cole Komet, uh, who's finally coming around, uh, 60 yards and 50 yards. Uh, also had an interception in there. Chubba Hubbard did nothing. Uh, Chris McCaffrey was out-touched uh, by Eli Mitchell. What kind of shit is that? Why would – why, why, why? I like Eli Mitchell, but why in the world would you have Eli Mitchell out-touch C-Mac? That's ridiculous. 38 rushing yards, 39 receiving yards, 13.7 points total. D. Carter, former Clutch City player, good pickup by the Moonshiners there. I wanted to keep him on the roster. I probably should have got rid of one of my running backs instead. Um, he would have been a good bye week replacement for Tyler Lockett this week. But he has 64 receiving yards and a touchdown, 12.4 points. Mike Evans, 5.4. Christian Kirk had a monster game, 22.5. Kadarius Tony had a real nice game, 15. T-Bass, kicker in the D, combined for 18. Pretty solid all the way around outside of Hubbard. Um, nothing going on on the bench. Derek Carr with this pretty decent game at 18 points. 127.78. I'm going to say it's probably second or third this season uh, for highest point total. Over on the Adams side, um, outside of Tua and Mostert, uh, not much going around. Uh, Monroe Ross St. Brown, I just talked shit on him last week about how he hadn't done anything since week two. Had a little breakout game. I think he had 10 receptions, 119 receiving yards, so 12.1 points there. Cool. 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 Did nothing. Uh, and the defense did nothing. 10 points there. Monty Montgomery. Unfortunately for Chicago and the running backs, Khalil Herbert and Montgomery, their running has now taken a backseat to Justin Fields. 4.4. Devontae Smith, happy birthday to you. Had a fumble and a touchdown, 7.9. Jalen Waddle. Uh, didn't go wild as he usually does, 6.6. Mostert's putting up points, 65 rushing yards, but I didn't expect Jeff Wilson to come in and have the impact that he has through two weeks. So that's a little frustrating, but Mostert has had two nice scoring games with Jeff Wilson. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how this, this, uh, this pairing checks down the rest of the season, 14.7. Eckler had... Probably his worst game in all, all season. No touchdowns for sure. Uh, that's the first time he has scored below 14 since week three. He was at 28.9, 31.9, 14.3, 24.7, 17.1. So a pretty awesome five-game stretch there, unfortunately. I guess if there's a time where you, you're okay with an Eckler shit the bed type situation, it's when you lose by 42 points. Um, so we'll take it from there. Uh, the Moonshiners rise to four and six, stay alive in the season a little bit longer. But Adam's a big drop going into uh, hash browning week. You hate, to, you hate to lose going into hash browning week because, you know, the chances of you losing again are pretty high. Uh, six and four, 
now trying to hold on, trying to get into those playoffs. I think he's still in pretty good shape. Uh, who'd you go to next? Uh, the Outlaws and the, and the Oats. This was an ugly game. Uh, the Moonshiners almost outscored. They may have scored, outscored. It's possible that they outscored these two teams. I don't know the math. Uh, I'm going to do 80 plus 50 is 130. Minus 2.5 is 127. I think he did. I think the Moonshiners outscored the Oats and the Outlaws combined. I can't go through the Outlaws. I just can't do it. I can't do it. It started, you know, I mean, I can't. Ugh. Lost by 32. Chief scored 79, and he won by 32 points. Scored 79 and won by 32 points. How many other teams were the Oats beating this week? 79. He was not going to beat the Adams and the Moonshiners. He was not going to beat the Brownies and the Donks. He was not going to beat the Cons and the War Horses. Wow, he would have tied with the Flatulence. Would have tied with the Flatulence. 279.68. Uh, so he would have beat two other teams this week. That's nice. It's nice. Unlike the Donks, not nice. Nice for the Oats. Uh, the Oats, 79. Uh, who got helped him out? Pollard. He's good without Zeke, 18.8. Brissett, 16.48. And Saquon, 22. Don't need to talk about the rest of the squad. That is 40, 56 points right there between the three of them. Good job. Over on the bench, Rashad White may start getting a starting job. Eli Mitchell could find himself into the lineup. Uh, Mike Williams is supposed to be back this week. Mark Andrews maybe is healthy after a bye week. Joe Burrow coming back after the bye week. Um, over on the Outlaws, Kyler Murray, he, he's hurt. Uh, you know, Benjamin, no longer on a team. Harrison Butker scored three points. What? Butker and the Bills combined for 11. <laughs> oh, man, there's duds galore on this team. Oh, boy. The bench was McKinnon at 5.8, Akers at 2.2, and then zeros. And there were zeros in the starting lineup. Robert Woods, I'm just going to move on. The Outlaws, better weeks are ahead, surely, right? Uh, four and six, the Oats, six and four. That was a hard game to get through. The Brownies and the Donks, probably the highest scoring game of the week, I would guess. 200 combined points. Almost 210 combined points. I don't know the math. Who knows? Probably 200 points. Two, 203, I'm going to say. Uh, good quarterback battle. Mahomes outscored Hurts by 10 points, though. Outscored him by 10. And I was going to say that's the difference in the game, but it's not. The difference was 17 points. James Conner, easily. This is, this is easily his biggest game of the week, right? Season, I mean. Yeah, he hasn't scored double digits since week one. He's five, five, seven, six, out, 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 six, and then 20. That's after 11.5 in the first. That's all we need the uh, the Brownies to have is an emerging running back who's starting to feel it again. We'll see if that lasts. 20.6 for James Conner. Jacobs doing work, 16.6. Uh, not much out of the wide receivers, but 12.8 out of Stefan Diggs. Uh, kicker and D combined for 13. 110.24 points. Mahomes, ah, 31 points. 
But over on the dunk side, they tried. Fucking Jefferson was balling out on Sunday. Good Lord, what a game and what a performance. 25.3 points. He just went off. Uh, the Titans in defense, or the Titans and kicker, combined for 13 points. So all square there between the kicker and D between both teams. On down Moore's flashing 9.4 points. Peoples Jones, 9.9. Pittman, 5.3. Kareem Hunt, shit the bed. AJ Dillon, not worth shit. That was really the difference in the game right there. 37 points between Connor and Jacobs. Uh, seven points between Dylan and Hunt. Yeah. That will do it. That will do it. Uh, nothing on the bench that would have changed. Gabe Davis finally got to the bench, scored 15.3. So, obviously, he would have been uh, the Brownies' number one wide receiver for the week. That will happen. He's been struggling, so I understand that move. Um, Julio. Not really going to start Julio at this point. 11.3. Yeah, Donks moved to five and five. Have to play the dudes this week. A tough back-to-back stretch for the Donks. Yikes! 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 Uh, the Cons and the War Horses in a surprisingly high-scoring game. Uh, the Cons win one hundred five to eighty-three. I love it when you score one hundred five. You don't get shit from your quarterback. Taysom Hill <laughs> got one yard. 0.1. I shouldn't start with Taysom Hill. You won the game. Start with your studs. I mean, the studs, JT and Jeff Wilson, man, 42.6 points combined. How good is it to see a healthy Jay Taylor? It's been a struggle. It's been, it's been, a, it took Jeff Saturday to, to get Jeff Saturday, to get JT going again. Justin Herbert, 12. Uh, Tyreek, 10. Slayton had a nice touchdown grab, 15.5. Taysom Hill shit the bed. Nice game for Paris Campbell, 13.6. Man, the Ds and kickers didn't do much this week. Uh, Both opponents here both got 11 points total out of their kicker and defense. Uh, You started Kenny Pickett. I I thought for sure he was going to pick up Daniel Jones. He did not. I then thought he'd get Trevor Lawrence. He did not. I think there was somebody else. I think there was somebody else I thought he was going to get. He did not. He went with Kenny Pickett. And Kenny Pickett put up 19 points. 199 passing yards, 51 rushing yards, and a touchdown. 11 points from rushing stats. I like it. D. Pierce, 10.2. Algier. Man, the Falcons running back situation on Thursday made zero sense to me. I had to struggle with it as well. Uh, They did horrible. Scored two points. Uh, Lazard had a, his first bad game in a while, 4.5, because Christian Watson was getting all the touchdown catches. Uh, DK was 7.1. Holy shit, City Lamb at 27, and you lost? <coughs> oh, man. Wow. 27. Well, it's because Kick and D had 11. Pitts had 2.8. DK had 7.1. Nobody else fucking scored anything. 27 points for CD Lamb in a loss. Christian Watson over there on the bench, 28.7. Unfortunate for Workman. Nothing you could do there. I mean, who would I have started Watson over? I mean, maybe Pitts. They've both been struggling. Obviously, Lazard, DK, and CD are safe starts. But who would have known? Who would have known Christian Watson would do that against the Cowboys defense? 
I was watching the Cowboys game. We got to 28-14. Turned it off. I did something else. And then like an hour and a half later, I saw that the Packers had come back and won in overtime. I'm just disgusted. 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 I was so disgusted. Flatulence in the toads. Oh, man. 79 to 71, pretty gross game. Flatulence get an important victory to go to 6 and 4. It is the end of the road for the, the Chub Toads. It's the end of the road. Oh, I can't let you go. It's unnatural. You belong to me. I belong to you. Go to the end of the road. And I can't let you go. I feel like I'm nasally when I sing. I gotta work on that. You know, the kickers and D's suck this week. Did anybody pick a good kicker in defense? Uh, for the uh, Flatulence, they scored 10. For the Toes, they scored 13. Kane Wells, shit the bed. Palmer, Sutton. DJ Moore was awful. Corton Sutton, shit. Fournette broke his hip, finally. Singletary had two touchdowns. That was nice. <coughs> and uh, Geno Smith, 19.2. Yeah, it's not enough, man. Top Toads are done. It's over with. We're done talking about him. Moving on. Uh, over on the Flatland side, Aaron Jones had a great game, 21.6. Schultz had a touchdown, 11.4. D Hop with 9.8. Uh, Juju got concussed. We'll see how that goes coming up for this week. I'd imagine he's out again. You do have A Rob with the Cooper Cup injury. That can do some work. Zach Ertz uh, is hurt. I'll be out mm, probably for a long time. Uh, we got a, quite a few injuries over there on the bench. Gus Edwards, Zach Ertz, J.K. Dobbins, and Matt Stafford. All injured. But you get the win, 6-4. and four, That's all that matters. Move it along. Move it along. Do we? I don't think I have. Surely the Akbars have a dead of the week. They lose 90-81. to 81. Let's check them out. 90-81. to 81. No, they don't. I mean, they have some duds, obviously. They scored 81 points. Um, again, he's patiently waiting for Deshaun Watson. The patience has been incredible. The Akbars, they're just like, eh. Yate down there at the bench with 63 yards. Still no touchdowns in the air. Uh, the dudes script by T-Law. Good pickup. I knew that was a good pickup. When I saw he was dropped, I was like, eh, I have Daniel Jones, but I should probably pick up T-Law. <sighs> oh, excuse me, but I went in another direction. Tila, 20.96. Henry with a poor game, 6.7. King Walker had a poor game, 7.2. A.J. Brown had a poor game, 0.7. Komet had a strong game, 19.4. Devontae Adams had a strong game, 18.6. Picker and D again, 13 points for the dudes, 11 points for the Akbars. There's just no real separation in our kicker and defense situation. Uh, Goff, 14.8. Chubb, 12.1. Scary Terry, 12.8. DeAndre Swift had a touchdown. Uh, Godert got hurt. Travis Kelsey, 14.1. Mari Cooper, bleh. Man, who the fuck is the stud, stud of the week? Uh, the Akbars fall to 6-4. They're hanging on. 
again, they just need one more win for a playoff. The dudes, congrats. You're in the playoffs. Seven and three. You're on a roll right now. You're rolling. You're fucking rolling, man. You're fucking rolling. Seven and three. Playoff dudes joining the uh, the Brownies. I don't think we celebrated the Brownies playoff appearance last week. Clinching. Uh, if we didn't, I apologize. Deserves to be celebrated. It's hard to get there. Only half of us are getting in. The other half are shit the bed. So, congrats to both the Brownies and the dudes for making the playoffs. Seven wins. That brings us to the closest game of the week. And it was a barn burner. Mainly because we didn't score a lot of points. 88.5 to 85.7. Won by 2.8 points. B-Rob was doing work last night. He looks the part. He looked great. He was slashing and dashing and crashing the Eagles. Eagles could not get the commanders off the field behind Heineke and B-Rob. I really thought I was going to lose. I uh, certainly thought it's happening. Thankfully, Miles Sanders played like three plays in the first half. That helped me. That helped me. Um, so, there's really not a dud of the week. I mean, I'm not going to give it to Judy. Judy, 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 because he got injured. Dead of the weeks don't go to injuries. Zero points. That was the difference of the game. Zero point injury. That hurts. It sucks. I feel for you. And Thielen starting would have got the win. Um, that's about it. That's actually all. Nobody else would have got. You know, Zeke getting not getting back helped me out. Whew. I was I was struggling because I know with my next three games I got the oats. The Akbars and the Toads. The Toads beat me year in and year out. No matter the record, I can't get them shook. They just do that to me. Anyway, we'll go through it. Josh Allen, man, he's struggling. He's struggling. Everybody goes through a little struggle period, I think. That's what happens. Josh Allen's going through it right now. His last two weeks, have, his last three weeks have been great. The Packers, the Jets, and then this game versus the Vikings. 19.6 points for Allen. 330 passing yards, though. Pretty impressive. Only one touchdown, two interceptions, both inside the 20. That hurts. Uh, 84 rushing yards and also had a fumble. That unbelievable fumble. What a game that was. What a game. Oh, excuse me. What a game. Deontay Foreman, thank, thank you, Dante, Deontay. I am going to struggle. I see snow flurries now. I'm going to struggle with my running back situation. I can already tell. Uh, Deontay, uh, Cord Patterson, Jamal Williams were all ranked right around the same, 13, 14, 15, 16. And so I picked the two Thursday night guys, and Cord barely played. I mean, barely heading action. I didn't know what it meant. I don't know what to do about it. It means this week I'm going to start Jamal. We know how this is going to end up. Jamal's going to score four. Cord's going to score 15. Uh, Deontay Foreman had 31 rushing attempts. 31. He looked good, 19 points. Uh, Cord shit the bed. Debo didn't do much, 5.1. Tyler Lockett, I'm going to miss him this bye week, 10.2. Chris Olave, really want Jameis Winston to be named the starter for the Saints now. Well, I think we're done with Dalton. I think we're done. Let's move along. Olave, uh, four points. They just got hammered by the Steelers. A terrible team. And it was an awesome matchup for Olave. It just, yeah, just sucked. Kicker and D sucked. Eight points. Eight points combined. Eight points combined for the kicker and D. That's not good. Not good. Stupid snow. Flurries. Whatever. Uh, over on the uh, the uh, shade side, got 12 points. They beat me 12 to 8. It was 
Did anybody combine for 15 kicker and D points this week? I don't know. Well, let's go check. B. Rob again played great, 14.6. I thought when, when Godwin got his touchdown, his first of the season, I thought, yeah, that's a pretty good sign I'm going to lose this week. Uh, Godwin, 13.1. Judy, Judy, Judy. He's hurt. Uh, George Pickens got himself a touchdown. George Pickens. I mean, the two Steelers players combined for 20 points. I should have lost this game now I'm looking at this. Ugh. Najee had 9.9. Miles Sanders, 5.4. Dak with 19.2 in a losing effort. Over on my bench, Jamal Williams had 11.9. Jalen Warren's continuing to do work, 7.7. I picked up the Patriots. Number one defense in the league, guys. I'm picking them up. I scooped them up. Waiver wire. We're going to start them probably the rest of the season, see what their schedule looks like. But, yeah, I can't let the number one defense in the league just sit there. I'm picking them up. I scooped them up. I had to drop DeAndre Carter to do it. Wasn't happy about it. Probably should have dropped Latavius Murray. Probably should have dropped him. Uh, They're playing the Jets this week. They have weeks of 11, 19, 13, 9, 21, 8, 8. Yes, sir. We'll take it. We'll take it. They play the Jets this week, followed by the Vikings and the Bills. Well, that's not great. Wow, this schedule sucks. What the fuck? I could have sworn I looked at something and saw it much better than this. But they got Minnesota, Buffalo, Arizona. They do have the Raiders first week of the playoffs. I like that. But then Cincinnati, Miami. I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't know. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I don't know. I mean, you're not going to win a title with your defense. Anyway, uh, the shade fall to four and six. The clubs go to six and four. Who the fuck was the dud of the week? Um, I mean, do we go back to the Adams game? Even it was a 42-point difference, mainly because of Justin Fields. No, where was it? There's no duds on there. I mean, Eckler is kind of a no. He's not really. I mean, I guess I'm just gonna give it. Let's just give it to the to the team, even though they were also the dud of the week last week. But you know what? We're gonna have to give it to them. Now, here it is. Your dud of the week. Yeah, dud of the week. I was going to give it to the entire Outlaw crew for going, scoring 47 points. I don't want to do that. That's rude. I'm giving it to Eno Benjamin. Not only did he score zero points in the starting lineup, he then got fired. So he scored zero. He then got fired from his team the following day. That is a perfect dud of the week. Good of the week. All right, that's all the matchups. Again, we've looked at the standings. Now looks look at the uh, week eleven review preview. I'm excited for week eleven, boy. This is gonna be a good week. I'm excited. So we'll start with. I'm gonna give myself the game of the week. I don't think I've done that yet. Maybe I have. Perhaps I have. Game of the week. Game of the week. Six and four. Six and four. Second in scoring versus fourth in scoring. 
Um, I'm projected at 102 right now. I think that's the first time I've been projected over 100 this season. We'll take it. I do have to go with a double 49er wide receiver stack, which I don't like because Jimmy G doesn't pass it a lot. Uh, he only passed it 28 times last week, so I need both of them to get into the end zone. Kittle and Debo will both be getting the start this week um, as Tyler Lockett goes to a bye. Um, got the Patriots. I'll have a new kicker. I'm not going to go with Lutz the putts again. We got somebody else in there. Probably Gay. Maybe Dicker the kicker. Uh, maybe York the legend. Who knows? Who knows? <coughs> Everything else will stay the same. Go with the triple running back stack. Jamal Williams. Deontay Foreman. Excuse me. I'm sorry. I hate to do that. Ravens are favored by 12 over Foreman, uh, which is a lot of points. Um, the Falcons play the Bears. Yeah, that's a tough one. We'll see what happens. But right now, it's Williams, Foreman, and Cook. Um, looks like we've got a Monday Night Football game, San Francisco at Arizona. So we'll wait on that. Over on the Chiefs side, obviously uh, Joe Burrow will be back in the starting lineup. Pollard and Barkley are currently projected at 29 combined points. Khalil Herbert's in there. Uh, you'll have Mark Andrews back. Does Eli Mitchell get in the lineup? Rashad Voigt is actually on a bye this week. Okay, we'll take that. Uh, Mark Andrews and Mike Williams should get in the starting lineup, you would think, as long as they're healthy. That would take out any of those three wide receivers. Everett, Dotson, Cups obviously going to the bench for a long time. See who their third wide receiver is. Um, the third wide receiver... Probably be Dotson, right? That would be my guess. That's my guess. We'll see. Anyway, game of the week, X videos. Now, I don't have any X videos recommendations. I am taking off the month of November, the rest of it, to not watch adult-themed videos. So, you know. There we go. X videos. Game of the week. Uh, Donks and the Dudes. All Ds in this game. All D's, the dog, Deadwood Dogtown, dudes, donks, douches, duh. donks, and the dudes. Currently projected 71.56. Very important game, for, I would say, for the donks. But, you know, real important for the dudes if he wants to keep pace with the, uh, the Brownies and have a chance for the uh, regular season title in that one seed bye. T-Law will be on bye, so you put Russell Wilson in there. The Broncos are going to score approximately 13 points. It's not real exciting there, but that is his quarterback. Uh, need to find a new kicker. Hopefully he doesn't have another kicker on his bench. I really did. That grossed me out. Um, looks like everybody else. Oh, Kenneth Walker's on a bye. Ooh. Yeah, that's a that's big loss. That's a big loss. Who goes in his place? Uh, nobody. Nobody goes in this place. Nobody. Uh, Kyle Jusvik? Goes in his place, I guess. That's rough. That's good for the dunks, though. Um, who do they have on by? Kicker. Both kickers are on buys. Holy fuck. Yeah, the dunks are in pretty good shape to get an upset here. So they should be favored. See what happens. Deadwood dunks lead the series 2-1. to one. Forgot to look at the Clutch City uh, series here. Clutch City leads the series 9-6. to six. Flash Lens and Akbar's. That's one six and four matchup. Here's the other six and four matchup. Flashlands and Akbars. Flashlands lead the series uh, five to four. Who do we have on buys? 
Um, Goder is out. But nobody else really on by for the Akbars. They're in good shape there. Over on the flatulence side, we're looking good there. We're looking good there. So full squads ready to go. Full squads ready to go outside Goder. He'll have to put in the Deontay or McColl. Deontay or McColl will go in Goder's place most likely. That should be a good game. The other good game would be uh, the Adams and the Brownies, six and four versus eight and three. Uh, a win here by the Adams, you're one game out of first place again, but you have some issues. Tua, bye. This dude doesn't, doesn't even have a spot. Um, hmm. Antonio Gibson could go into the lineup there. Yeah, that probably makes sense. Does it? Is that a flex? Yeah, that's a flex. Antonio Gibson makes sense. Yeah, I think you're fine. Uh, but you need a, you need somebody for Tua. Right now you have nobody, so you have to go to the waiver wire. Over on the Brownies side, they should be done with Byways at this point. And based off of their lineup, they are. So the Brownies are at full strength. Sucks for the rest of us. Brownies currently a 31-point uh, projected lead. Brownies lead the series five to nothing. Yikes! Um, now at the bottom of the bracket, these are basically just elimination games at this point, right? Four and six versus two and eight. Chub Toads are already eliminated. Now they get to be the spoiler. Current projection is forty-six to thirty-seven. So I'm just going to leave it at that. The Outlaws lead the series ten to seven. I don't even know what to say about the projection. Means there's a whole bunch of people. I mean, Colt McCoy's predicted at three. Henderson's predicted at seven. Etienne has a bye. Eno doesn't have a job. Mac Collins six. Robert Woods at four. Marvin Jones uh, has a bye. Uh, the kicker and the defense are projected at 17, though, so you got that going for you. Geno Smith over there at the bye. Leonard Burnett with the bye. Whew. Jimmy G will get the start this week. Joe Mason will be back in the lineup. Yeah. That's about all you can say there. The Leeds Outlaws lead the series 10 to 7. And then we got Mulberry and Cucamonga. Uh, Cucamonga leads the series 11 to 6. Cucamonga currently has a 91 to 70 projected uh, advantage here. No defense for. The Moonshiners, Justin Fields versus Lamar Jackson will be a great quarterback battle. Also looking forward to C-Mac versus D. Pierce. That'll be good. Does Keenan Allen get back into the ballgame one time? If so, D. Carter probably goes to the bench at that point. For who, though? I don't know. Boy, C.E.H. would have been a great. C.E.H. probably should be the dead of the week. What the fuck happened to him? Is he done? Is he done? Is he done? Uh, cons in the shade. Scott, we, 75 to 84. Sherwood leads the series 3 to 2. No Jay Myers. So they're almost a full strength there. 75 for the cons. 84 for the shade. They are at full strength. Well, hold on. He's already put B, Godwin's on a bye. Some of you have already. Done your lineups. Tyreek Hill's on a bye. Okay. Some of your... Rashad Bateman's still in the roster. What? 
It's not a keeper league, cons. It's not a keeper league. It's not dynasty. I think that was everybody. So good luck, man. Week 11. Week 11, we got three weeks left of head-to-head matchups. And then we got our week 14 thingamajiggy, whatever you want to call it. I don't know what it's called at this point. And uh, we're getting down to the nitty-gritty, folks. We're getting down to the nitty-gritty. Uh, Poe's already given us his uh, review of what the uh, free agency looks like. Running back-wise, it's not good. Quarterback-wise, plenty of guys available. And then your kickers and Ds, plenty of people there. But, man, I'm getting excited. Week 11, this weather sucks. And go kick rocks. Going to the Ole Miss game on Saturday night. Uh, it's going to be cold in the 30s. I'm not looking forward to it. But I will have a good time. I'll try. I'm going with Trey. Um, it's up to Trey if I have a good time or not. Trey's going to be the party planner for me to have a good time. I'm putting a lot on his plate to – yeah, I, I I'm not making any sense there. Good luck to the Razorbacks. They suck. Tough to watch. Maybe KJ will be back. Who knows? Almost is the three-point favorite. What else is happening? Next week is Thanksgiving, everybody. We're almost there. We are almost fucking there. I don't know who's playing, though. I mean, I know the Cowboys are home. I know the Lions are home. Don't know who either one is playing. And I don't know who the Thursday night football game is. Um, I'm sure the Hogs basketball team have a game or two this week. And uh, that's about it. Everybody, it's been a pleasure. Thanks for listening to Abundance of Caution. I am your host, Will. Good luck to all in week 11. Hopefully no more major injuries, even though it's going to happen. And have a good rest of your week. Goodbye.